Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. all go fuck yourselves we'll do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks i agree i agree too there's a whole bunch you know of shit out there that fucking sucks you know you know what i love that every time you play that at the end of that bill o'reilly clip there's that little voice in the background that goes yeah and I always think that's you. You always do? <laughs> I always think that's you in the background. It's not somebody else. It should be me. It fucking sucks. I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere uh, a uh, union cameraman agrees. That's right. Well, welcome welcome to Movie Sucktastic episode 89. <clears throat> Eighty-nine, like 80, I like I said, eighty-nine. This, yes. Uh, this this is uh, your your depressed and and slightly suicidal co-host Scott, and uh, the other the other one is Joey. That that'd be me. <laughs> yeah, Joey. Joey's the sunshine of the show. I am. <laughs> and and I, I have several reasons to be depressed. Two of the main ones is uh, the presidential debates were last night. And yeah, they I certainly just, were. And I have before me the. Uh, the uh winter lineup for film releases and <laughs> and i have a bunch of trailers we can watch while we uh discuss them for all our our, our listeners out there that uh will be watching uh not just listening um yeah I, got, I i have them listed up on the screen those are the trailers that we could potentially be watching tonight there's a bunch of them and as we, we do, go I, down I, the as we go down the list if scott you know, if we want to watch it, we'll watch it, and you get to see it with us and react to it the way we react to it. It'll be fun. I got to see if I can tune into our show, our recording here, so I can see these. Ah. Well, don't I'll turn the sound off. Don't screw us up. We're already oh. lagging a bit for some reason. I don't know why. It's live stream. 
as much as I like live stream, I don't like, I just, I don't like it as much as I should, but I like it because it's easy to use and it's professional looking, excuse me. And it just, it seems like there's more problems than not. Every time my well, computer you, crashes, it's because of live stream. Well, 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 uh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful site and a wonderful uh, program. And uh, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> I'll just have to play the trailers on my side if we play them, so I can watch at the same time. Um, uh, where, where, where do you want to start? Welcome everybody. Uh, we're not, as Joey said, we're not reviewing uh, a film today. We're going to be going over the the uh, next three months or so of f scheduled theatrical releases and talking right. about them. We're doing and, a uh, fall, winter, end of year uh, type scenario. Uh, like Scott said, all the films coming out to the end of the year. Uh, a lot of them are going to be Oscar. Uh, type films because that's what a lot of the studios do nowadays they will release these movies in november and specifically december uh to try and gain oscar ground which for whatever reason works well it's because it's close to the end of the year so it's fresh in the minds of well the people. i was yeah yeah people well you know what people that vote to have these films uh nominated or to try uh, and and push them towards a best picture or any kind of Oscar. Uh, they should have better memories. Mm -hmm. If 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 it's your job to nominate these movies, ha you should have a better better memory. If you're watching films throughout the entire year, not just the last quarter, it's also you should have a better memory. memory. Yeah, well, it's the whole thing's a fucking uh, charade. Fa uh, Facade, what have you? It's all bullshit. We know that. That's why we can't. We don't. We used to love the Oscars. Now I we just hate them because used, used to absolutely look forward to that every single year. As I get older, I I I tend to realize that you know this shit. It really doesn't mean a fucking thing. It really yeah, that's doesn't. Because you know that's because you and I are quickly becoming crotchety old men. And I, I'm I'm liking it. I, I'm digging it. I, I think well, it's where I, I belong. Wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say crotchety. I think we've got mm. a few more years to reach crotchety. No, I'm there. You're there already? I'm there. Catch up. You got kids, so that's going to keep you back a couple of years because now you're in father mode. <laughs> I don't have mode. any children, so I'm, I just I skip father mode and go right into crotchety. <laughs> Shaking I, my fist I, at I, uh, little white trash ragamuffins scattering throughout the neighborhood. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just. It, but it enough about like us. The, Emmy, about the Emmys was the Emmys were on a couple weekends ago. I'm and, not talking about the Emmys. Well, no, I'm just I'm making a point. Uh, I had seen it's the Emmys. Well, yeah, and someone had posted that the next three hours. I think it was the Onion actually. It posted the next three hours mean absolutely nothing, like truly nothing. And it's it's mm -hmm. the truth. It really is the truth. It's celebrities patting themselves on the back giving themselves awards, telling them uh, each other how great they are. That's all it is. That's, I, that, any I, award show is essentially that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even trivialize it by saying celebrities. It's the industry patting itself on the back. Yeah. Because the celebrities don't put this together. It's the whole industry uh, you know, ha holds these uh, award shows. It's not the celebrities getting together saying, oh, let's, right. let's uh, vote each other in. It's it's Hollywood. It's it's the entire film industry just just reveling in how fucking awesome they are. And of course, you know, uh, uh, the you know we have awards for books too, and for 
plays, but most of them don't have primetime television shows that cost you know, again millions I, I of dollars work, just to even have it air. I I, I worked for a couple of years in the Miss America pageant, which you will oh, see if you go to my IMDb uh, uh, page. Oh, it's what to call it. Yeah, um, somewhat. I don't have pictures up or anything yet. Okay. Wait till I get those up. Then we're then we're talking. <laughs> but uh, if you go to my IMDb page, you'll see that I worked at Miss America pageant a couple of years, <clears throat> and the the person who was producing right. the Miss America pageant won an Emmy for producing the Oscars. Okay. He won a television sh- award for running a, an award show for a movie award. <laughs> to me, that's very kind of just that's yeah. that that's getting well, into sessions there. And you'll find you'll find that a lot of these guys that produce these award shows win awards for the very for thing that they're shows. producing. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't want to belittle it and say that it's not hard work to put together. I'm sure it's you know mm-hmm. it's not easy, but it's uh, like it, it it's it's silly nonetheless. It's like Douglas Adams said, "All we are is a bunch of um, a bunch." I'm paraphrasing, of course, because it's it's a part of the last chapter. Uh, but at one point, it says, "All all you know, all mankind is is a bunch of idiots running around filming documentaries about each other." Right. <laughs> yeah. And that that that's that's all it is. We're just a, a totally self-absorbed, self-obsessed culture, mm-hmm. uh, pseudo culture with any, no real culture to speak of. And I can't contend that now. So let's just talk about the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now what hurt right. what hurt me the most? Okay. Uh, let me let me just say, uh, in prep, I I bring up the list of sh- stuff coming out, and I jump right to um, October mm-hmm. next week. I jump the next week. I skip this week with, with, with uh, taking. You skip taking two. I did because we talked about it before, and everybody talking about it, so I kind of so skipped that. So I'm not playing a trailer for taking two then. Uh, yeah, don't bother. Everybody's seeing it, and I and I don't want to fucking talk about Frank and Weenie because that's just going to end up to a, a half hour uh, uh, Tim Burton hate fest. Oh yeah, no, so, I'm not really concerned. Uh, I grabbed the Taken Two trailer, but we don't have to play it. So I I, I, I didn't even bother getting the Atlas Shrugged trailer. The, see that that's that's where I I'm wasn't going to even I, attempt to play that. Well, I, I, I skimmed, you know, we don't want to play it because our audience will kill themselves. And I skimmed <laughs> down to the next week, and Argo's coming out, which is interesting, a nice, serious uh, film. What, what's and, interesting and, is Ben Affleck has become one of the best working directors today. Better. Better. Let's not say best and get ahead of ourselves. One no, of the better. He is one of the best working directors uh, today. I, that's a debate I don't want to get into. I would just say better. I say he's in the top. He's in the top. Uh, I, I would, I would, I would, t- I would put his stuff the with some of the best. How about, how about among the best? <laughs> I'm not, just, change, I'm I, not I changing get, my statement. No matter how I, I, how you can twist the words into making it sound like twisted. I said. I, I, <laughs> I just don't think you should really get so adamant about the quality when there's so many other good directors out there. I, there I, are, I, but I'm saying he's one of the best right now. I would say among the best. Oh, okay. okay. Tomato, tomato, and we're going to move on. The, uh, no, no, no tomatoes. No tomatoes. Tomatoes. Uh, no, but, so Argo was like, yeah, I saw the trailer when I went to see um, a film. Hmm. And uh, it looks kind of cool, you know, serious. And uh, I'd be interested in seeing it. And then uh, the, right below that on the list alphabetically is Atlas Shrugged Part 2. Yeah. And I, I watched the trailer. <laughs> and... Uh, if if you're one of the few um, Americans who have actually read Atlas Shrugged, like I am, um, 
you know it's stupid. And you know the philosophy is simple, simplistic, and uh, and patronizing, and really caters to your ego-driven far-right base. Uh, but you don't really have the full concept of how bad it is until you see it, it adapted to modern times in a trilogy film. <laughs> it, it's just... There's another even part the tra- coming after this? It's three parts, yeah. Oh, they, the, nice. the book's... The book's like over a thousand pages. They had to split it into three things. It's just like Lord of the Rings, except dumb. Lord of the Rings makes more sense. Uh, just watching the trailer for, and I have, still haven't watched the first Atlas Shrugged. Uh, so I'm kind I of, am, you know, I hedged my bets. With, I have not bothered with either. It's on Truly. my list. I, I got to see it, having you know suffered through the the print version. But just watching the sequel, you can just if you thought that Avatar. Or Battlefield Earth, where were overly simplistic in their philosophical treaties. Just, just snuggle in for like a, a two-minute view of the trailer of Atlas Shrugged too. <laughs> like, if you've never read the book and you see this, you guys say, "And this is considered one of the most, as the trailer says, one of the most important literary works of all time." <laughs> Paul Ryan makes all of his co- his staff members read this book. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. Um, uh, and and that <laughs> is by Atlas Distribution too. It just shows the level of creativity among them. That's <laughs> what you want to call it, Atlas Distribution. I was, hey, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Not even John Galt Distribution or Galt. It's just an Atlas. Yeah, Atlas. Fucking whatever. And, and can I can I jump in for a minute? Because I had to do a little quick peek. Can you jump and, in for a minute? <laughs> jump into Atlas Shrugged for a minute. Fine. Jump in. Have you taken a look at the uh, the IMDb page for it? Maybe gander uh, uh, probably along when when I first saw the trailer, I, pro- I, I I'm pretty sure I did. Like maybe the 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 three screenwriters uh, who are credited for for uh, adapting this novel to this big screen, right? Uh, for example, we have uh, Duke S- Sandifer, and when you look back in his past, well, he wrote some Walker Texas Rangers episodes, so we know we have a little <laughs> thing going here. Also, well known for writing the 1989 Phantom of the Opera movie. Really? That's that's the one. That's the one with Robert Englund as uh, the Phantom. Is it really? Oh, it is, isn't it? That's the one where she time travels back to uh, Phantom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody, everybody who used to watch <laughs> horror films in the '80s just had a flashback of that. That's one of the minds behind Atlas Shrugged too. Uh, also involved in the film Ghost Town as a writer. Not a bad movie. Ghost Town. Adaptation is that the one of- with uh, Ghost Town. Oh, no, I'm thinking that, oh, that's a different ghost town. This one's a modern-day deputy tracks an abducted girl to a ghost town and the spirits of the past took her. This guy writes schlock directed video horror films. Um, so the ghost town you were thinking of, was that the one with... Um, what's comic book face? adaptation. Correct. Okay, fine. Uh, so he, he, uh, he also wrote a couple episodes of Amazing Spider-Man back in 78. So this is an old-school guy Ooh. who's done pretty much jack shit. Uh, moving on... We have pa- Brian Patrick O'Toole, who's a co-writer. Uh, so I guess he just like helped tool the screenplay. Uh, oh, besides yeah. Atlas Shrugged Part One and Two, got that in there. He uh, did Basement Jack, Evolution, Evolution. It's E V I L and Cemetery Gates. So another schlock horror film direct video screenwriter. Okay, that's good. This is who I want to put behind them a, a an important philosophical work. Uh, transported to the big screen. Gotcha. And then we have co-writer Duncan Scott, Duncan whose Scott. credits 
whose writing credits include oh nothing there's just this <laughs> uh, the second unit director who apparently dove in to uh, help co-write the Atlas Shrug Part 2 so here's the vast writing team behind the adaptation he was an assistant uh, second unit director uh, or assistant director on Nighthawks well there you go that's the one with uh, Gregory Hines right no that's the one with Rucker no? Hauer and Stallone oh no, this one with um, 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 what are you thinking of uh, no Nighthawks I know you're talking about yeah you're thinking of the, the, the one with the Barishnikov that was night moves. White knights. White knights. That's nights? right. There was a knight in there. See, there was a knight in there. That's what I was thinking of. All right, good for you. Is night night moves the one with um? Night moves. Is not a porno. No, no, no. no. Oh, see now I you're thought... hurting me. Could you... no. Nighthawks. That's the. Uh... Yeah, night... that's the one with Sylvester Stallone. That's the one I with the Scorpio that. killer. But you yeah, said yeah, Gregory yeah. Hines, who's not. See, in I was that thinking movie. of. I was thinking of, of the other one. There's another film with Knight in the title, I think, and that's got, uh, um, what's his name? Oh, Gene Hackman. Anyway, Gene Hackman in Night Moves. Thank you, Gene Hackman. That's what I was thinking of because okay. I have Night Moves. I've never seen Nighthawks all the way through, and White Knights I saw and forgot totally except for the part where Gregory Hines dances. <laughs> I don't think I've one ever specific. seen this movie. I know of what? Night Moves. I don't think I've ever seen it. I Night don't moves? think I have. Yeah. I saw it ages ago. I don't remember any of it. I was like 10. I shouldn't have been watching it. It's pretty high on IMDb, 7.2. It's Gene Hackman. Well, yes. True. I mean, what 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 has he done that is... Un- All right, loose cannons, I'll give you that. Loose cannons. Beyond, beyond that, everything he's done is gold. Well, I'm sorry. All right, well, let's... Wow. Gene Hackman. There was a, Hackman. a long time, a long time where Gene Hackman always looked the same. He never oh, yeah. looked any different. All going all the way back to the French Connection, all the way to probably the Royal Tenenbaums, where it's like he hasn't changed. Even before, well, even before that, I mean, there was a long time. Well, no, well I'm just saying the picture I'm looking older. at him now. He he finally looks like an older, an older man, because the the guy is. Uh, I mean, what? How old is he? Eighty two. Well, even when he was like younger, he still looked older. He's like Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau was perpetually like aging. Yeah, he was born even old. Even even when he, when he bad was news young, bears, he was old. He was still young back then. I mean, he was old. He did the odd couple. He was old, right? But he was young. No, he was young, but he just looked old. That's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those guys where they always they always look the same, except for like the, maybe the first film they were ever in and the last. Like right. if you catch an old uh, like episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents or something with him, and you're like, oh wow, that's him. I can kind of see it in the face. Everything else is yes, yeah, the same guy. <laughs> But I was I was cheered up because after Atlas Shrug Part Two was here comes the boom. Oh. Well, well, very quick. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, Gene Hackman, the last film he starred in was called Welcome to Mooseport, and that was in two thousand and four, and he hasn't been in anything since. Yeah, that was the that was the film that was uh, uh what's his name uh, Raymond. Just say everyone loves Raymond. That was his big theatrical R- breakout. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, uh, Ray. Um, Marana, Ray, 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 fucking annoying my life. Yeah, Ray, untalented, Ray, Ray untalented, no, no, sick, no, hack like the rest of them. Yeah, that that it's one. Ray Romano. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Ray, Ray Romano. Ray, 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 Ray He hasn't made. He's he's doing. He's narrating a film called The Wolf of Wall Street. But that's it. I guess he's retired from acting, but hasn't announced it. Well, maybe he's just you know. He's eighty-two. Old. But. <sighs> 
man, I, I don't want to think actors, of a, a world without Gene Hackman in movies. Actors don't look at Peter O'Toole. Actors don't retire. They just stop taking jobs for a while until a really choice Peter one comes O'Toole up. Looks like an old woman now. He's awesome. They should <laughs> do that. They should do like a, a Tootsie remake with him as an elderly. Oh, I'd so see that. Peter O'Toole, alcoholic in drag, yelling at people. Fucking I awesome. I don't think I want to see that. Oh, oh. I'm there. I've already bought the ticket. All they, do, all they have to do now is make that movie. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, here comes the boom with Kevin Which, James. Um, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> speaking of untalented sitcom hacks becoming mega comedic stars. Be- ah! <laughs> Directed by Frank Karachi, who looks like a total douchebag. If you've it's seen his picture on IMDb. Oh, okay. He's directed every Adam Sandler film since 1998. Yeah, there you go. So that's why. Because Adam Sandler and Kevin James are absolute best buds now. He's directed uh. The Wedding Singer, The Water Boy, Click, Zookeeper, and now here comes the boom. A high school biology teacher looks to become a successful mixed martial arts fighter in an effort to raise money to prevent extracurricular activities from being axed at his cash-strapped school. Uh-huh. Now, as much as I like the idea of watching a, a bunch of people beat the living snot out of Kevin James... It's only going to last in the first act. Yeah. Uh, That's it. And then the last fight will be your Rocky-type fight where he'll eventually win. He'll get his ass beat, but he'll win. So there's no, there's no happiness. There, there, there's no enjoyment in, in even uh-huh. thinking you're going to watch it and see him get his ass kicked. It's not the way this film is. It's supposed to be a feel-good film. He's going to kick everyone's ass. First act, he'll get his ass kicked, but that's it. I want to see it where, where he, he, his spine snaps in the big finale, <laughs> and the, the, the country is so uh, uh, saddened by it that they don't need enough money to save the extracurricular activities. And so he, he still teaches biology, but he's got one of those wheelchairs where he has to blow in the in the straw to move around. It's like Million and, Dollar Baby 2. Yeah, well, no, except he doesn't. Starring except, Kevin James. Oh, you know what? Even better? Yeah, it breaks his neck, so he's in the hospital bed, and Clint Eastwood comes in there and starts talking to the chair next to him, and then like goes to kill him. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm fine like this. Really, get me a book. He says, no, we're going to end it right here. <laughs> no, get the nurse. Nurse, nurse. nurse. Shut up, Obama. What? What? <laughs> I'm not Obama. We're putting, we're ending this right now. Uh, next, uh, also, there are, there are a lot of films that would be better if, if they ended with Clint Eastwood killing the main star. Yeah. Wow, man, that gets the mind reeling. Yeah. Um, but the, but my, my money, my my vote right now is for for this one. Okay. Uh, Seven Psychopaths. Which saw the uh, trailer for that. I have the trailer for that. I'd like to play it for <laughs> everyone. Yes, let's play that, because that's All awesome. Right, let's play this trailer. It's the Red Band trailer, too, which is fun. All right, and we're back. Yeah, a little computer crash. Never hurt anyone, I guess. Technical difficulties. Technical <sighs> difficulties. <laughs> uh, someone in the chat room says, Hey, assholes, thanks for the heads up. Apparently, they didn't like that we said we were going live about two minutes before we went live. <laughs> I don't understand that. Personally, I, I don't get it. We record every Thursday at 8 o'clock. There's no heads up. Mm-hmm. If you're a loyal fan of the show, you know this. <laughs> Just expect yeah, us to be you. recording every screw Thursday at 8 o'clock. people that want to 
Screw you people that want to hear us. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Damn you. All right, we're going to try this again. Uh, hopefully my computer doesn't crash because I insulted live stream. They heard me, and they decided to try and fuck me live See, on the air. You can't, you can't, that's why I was trying to cover for you there. You can't fuck with that shit. You don't All just right. come out so and... It's my formal apology to live stream. Uh, I, we haven't had a crash in probably two months. So I noticed that the uh, the video wasn't streaming. Usually it's because... The the, the the endless amount of goddamn Intel cores and uh, gigs of RAM I have in this fucking thing, it usually streams perfectly. I have no hiccups. Mm -hmm. And today, it was saying it was like 13 frames a second. I should have just saw that as a problem immediately. Now it's mm -hmm. at a perfect 30 frames per second, which is where it's supposed to be. So, let's try this again. Seven psychopaths. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. And how's everything in the dog kidnapping business? Hi, is this your dog? Oh my god. Oh, oh I have to pay you. Thank you are so you much. Serious? Dog borrowing business, I ain't talking about that shit neither. <laughs> Mr. Costello, please don't hurt me. Where were you walking him, Cherise? You love your dog so much, Mr. Costello, when you're such an angry type person. You just think it was my fault and dragged me back here and tie me up and kill me. Yeah, that was a pretty good. Yeah. I always love Bonnie like he was my own child. One, I do not want that image in my head. Two, could you go get my fucking dog back? What the hell happened? Some punks jumped us. Oh yeah, said they were looking for a little shih tzu. You think she's the one that they're after? I almost got killed today because you kidnapped the wrong fucking dog. Are you being serious? Wow. I just called up old Charlie Castello and I told him to come down and get his dog back. He said, if you're in trouble finding us, just look for a Buick umpire. Well, that's just fucking great. Oh, great. You know what that is? Do you know what that is? Great. That's just fucking great. <laughs> Let me give him a couple of kisses and scratches. <laughs> Your friend's a fucking psychopath. You waiting for somebody, old guy? My name is Zachariah Rigby. I left a message on Billy's telephone. Were you screaming about eating my heart off the tray and then shitting on it? Uh, no. No, I, I wouldn't do that. Okay, you seem normal. Come on in. We gotta get this dog off the street because it's kidnapped from a maniac. Dandy. <laughs> I think we should go to the cops. Fuck the cops. Yeah. Fuck us. No fucking cops. <laughs> there's going to come a time where there's not going to be a Christopher Walken either. Oh. He's going to he's going to call it quits too, you know. Gene Hackman already has Christopher Walken's going to do it at some point. Next thing you know, there's going to be no fucking George Clooney. There's going to be... None of these great actors are going to decide to act anymore. It, it, or well, they're going to die. They'll be replaced by new ones. Don't worry. Uh, now, <sighs> the, the one, the, the other trailer has that great part where Christopher Walken's out in the road and the guy says, you know, put up your hands. Like, no. <laughs> but, I, but, but I told you to do it. But I have a gun. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I decided to go with the Red Band trailer because they, they get to say fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. This just this was just. Thank God they're still making movies like this. Thank God they're still making like funny, 
uh, smart, violent, like little reservoir dogs oh, yeah. type uh, crime th- action comedy things where it's it's the characters and I just thank fucking god this this is still surviving that yeah a couple of these scattered throughout every year and and i'm good i'm, I'm not you know diving yeah, in front with, of with all the the shit that they release as long as you like you said you get gems like this mm-hmm. you can look you can look away a bit and you could say well at least cinema isn't totally fucking dead at least yeah, cinema hasn't totally fucking uh, you know uh, died completely. And, and this film has three things that I will see whenever I get the chance: Sam Rockwell in a film, right? Christopher Walken in a film, and Colin Farrell in a film when he's using his real accent. <laughs> That's right. That just they just I'm told in. him to go with it. it. Just once I hear that, I'm in. And this just I I I. I, I would not even flinch to go see this in a theater. It definitely looks sure. like it's worth it. Now, this was uh, this was written and directed by uh, a guy named Martin McDonough, Martin McDonough, Martin. And Martin. he let's see some of his other stuff. He did he, in Bruges, in in Bruges, in Bruges. I never understood in how Bruges. to pronounce that. In Bruges, and that got great reviews. I never saw it. I'm actually in the process of getting it now to see it because I, I'm embarrassed that I never got around to seeing uh-huh. it. He did a uh, short the, film called Six Shooter that was nominated for an Oscar. Right, that's available in if you find the Cinema 16 European short film uh, yeah. compilation. It's on that. I'd like to see that. I'm not sure if it, you know it's possible you could find it somewhere else online, but I know it's right. on that DVD. Well, In Bruges got an eight out of out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, it's, it's it got, not it's it's not in like the uh, you know the top two fifty because. There are a lot of films that are 8.0 at this point, but you would imagine anything over seven is is definitely worth watching, and it's an eight. It was it was a little eighty thousand scores. I mean, that's that's a lot. It was the little film that came out. It got rave reviews. It didn't do gangbusters, but everyone right. loved it. And, and Colin Farrell's in it, so that's obviously why he's in this film. Right, and and they, uh, and it, this this guy, you know, this uh, what do you call him, Martin McDonough. He doesn't have a lot of films under his belt, but in the past, uh, and, it's, and there's some time between them. Cinema 16, that short film was in 2006. In Bruges, in Bruges, 2008, it took four years to get Seven Psychopaths out. So, wow, I trust that. Well, and you know what? He's, he's written not and out films every every year. Every yes, six this months. A, this is a guy who's who's following through with good ideas, and and you know, thank God. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. Well, let's see this one first, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah. Now, now, next up, and we're only we're still in October. Yeah, uh, I know. I Alex wanna, Cross. Oh no! Which, I want to back up. I want to touch on Sinister very quickly. Oh, oh God! Yeah, I didn't uh, even bother grabbing the trailer because I'm uninterested in this shit nowadays. Well, well, the the entire trailer is no no dialogue. I do like the concept. It looks like it's well filmed. Right. It, it 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 reminds me of when the ring came out, and you're like, "Wow, that looks like an interesting concept." It's like bizarre, and the whole idea is this guy finds this found. It's a found footage film technically, but it's a real movie. But he finds this old eight millimeter film in the attic, and on the film is apparently uh, you know somebody filming their their crimes, killing these families that supposedly lived at this house. And so as he watching these, trying to find out what happened, it becomes like a supernatural thing because the things in the film or something like that. That's where it all right. gets weird. And it would have been a great, a nice straight film, but they they went the supernatural route and sinister. It but is rated it, R. I'll give it it that. looks looks interesting where I'd want to see it. And I'm also 
I hate to say it, I'm a sucker for the found footage stuff, so I'm in. You're in, huh? I mean, it looks very well filmed. It looks like it's really, and it looks like it's a slow film too, like like slow build tension. You just get that from the trailer. Yeah. And I mean, okay. slow build in the real sense, not in the silent house sense. No, I, I get you. I get you. All right. You, you sold me a little bit. Still not gonna, not interested. But you sold me a little bit. Eh, but you know, that's that's all. But yeah, anyway, Alex Cross. Alex Cross, starring uh, how Medea, the guy, what's his face. Tyler Perry. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Mr. Now, Perry. is this uh, based on any kind of a religious literature in any way? Because he's a big Bible thumper, and no, it's James Patterson. It's just James Patterson. Yeah, based on the James Patterson novel Cross, and I. So he decided I, to do a, a, a real film because he's tired of getting shit on for playing Medea and everyone. Uh, I I don't me? I don't read James Patterson because I try to avoid authors uh, who have five or more books. At my local grocery store, that's just just one of my rules. I also try to avoid authors who have who you can look at the back of the if you, if I look at the back of a paperback novel and the first words are attractive and successful d- uh, district attorney or or uh, you know ex 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 cop uh, rug ex cop who doesn't play by the rules. I stop reading the, the back and okay. and James Patterson is one of these. He's making millions of dollars, so I'm not criticizing his writing, but it's it's the same shit. It's it's the same when you go in a grocery store, you you want four or five brands, that's what it is. It's one of these things. So I don't read him. I'm assuming Alex Cross is a reoccurring character from uh, a series of novels. It, the, it the sounds book, that way. I mean, the, they're, they're probably the going to try and franchise it. The book it's based on is called Cross. The guy character's name is Alex Cross. Okay. Go figure. I don't know anything else about the Alex Cross character. Not interested in this either. Saw the trailer completely not interested in that um, yeah so all right uh paranormal paranormal activity four also comes out that weekend which is october 19th and it just says it's going wide i looked on the imdb because i just i get the feeling that this one is going to be rated pg-13 for some reason and well all the other ones were rated r well, the, you said you looked at you looked. Is, is well, it, it does. It no, it's not. It, it just says ninety five minutes. It doesn't give a rating. Apparently, it hasn't been rated yet. Um, oh, it's got two directors though. <laughs> which is always a kiss of death. <laughs> but it's not going to matter. It's not. It, this could be rated PG. It's not going to matter. This film will make money. Uh, it, it's. Why were the other ones rated R? Were they rated R? Just violence, just violence. Yeah, they were all rated R. There you know what's not... interesting? That, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Paranormal Activity One was rated R. Yeah. What the fuck was in that film that was an R rating? I don't know. Wait. A, what? What is wrong with the world? Hang on. I. 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 I'm double checking this. Keep talking. I. I don't believe you. Because how? <laughs> what the fuck you is in that movie? Me. What the fuck is in Paranormal Activity? That it just would be. Uh, I. I I would imagine uh, disturbed, disturbing imagery. Rated no. R for language. For language. What language? Did they even say fuck in that film? Uh, I don't even know, to be How? honest. I don't even remember. NPAA must be stopped. <laughs> Come on, it's not that, that bad. That is false advertising. If I had gone into that saying, oh, it's an R-rated film, I would walk out pissed. The second one what? was rated R as well. And just for good measure, I'll check, I'll check the third one. 
The third one was also rated R, and they they keep getting shorter. How the are they rated R? The first one was like was like ninety minutes. The second one was like eighty five. The third one was eighty three minutes. It, it's going the way of the Disney film, uh, <laughs> and then Paranormal Activity four is 80, 85 minutes. This 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 is blowing my mind because I never even bothered to look at the rating on these films. Oh really? Can you like request an R rating from MPAA? Can you just go in and say, listen, I know it's not that bad. Can you just give me an R anyway? I mean, I know right. they won't downgrade it, but do they feel bad about it? Okay, if you want an R, well, you know, it's just, you know, who are they hurting? Is that you know possible? I don't know. <laughs> how the fuck did you, how the? Slow down. <laughs> it's, the Punisher movie. The Punisher movie. The one with Lundgren or uh, oh, Thomas, Jane? Thomas Jane? Thomas Jane. That was rated PG-13, right? I'm pretty sure that was also an R. I thought that was one where they, they, they tamed it down to PG-13. I'm trying um, to find an example. I'm trying to find a parallel here between... Let's see. The Punisher. Rated R. Okay. What am I thinking of? There was something else that came out PG-13. It should have been R. Forget it. Point is, there's no <laughs> fucking way. Anyway. Um, How did they get an R? Right, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Ahead. Paranormal Activity 4 is 95 minutes, just to be just to be accurate. Uh, it, it has a... It, from 566 users, I guess these are people that have been able to go see screenings of this, uh, it has a 4.6. No, this is assholes that are rating it before they even see it. It happens all the time. Ignore them. Uh, I didn't think they were allowed to, to rate it before they could see it. How are they going to know? Unless it was being screened. How are they going to know? You go, on the, you go on IMDb and you rate it. How do they know? So we could rate it right now if we wanted? Yeah, I'll rate it one star right now. You want that? There, no, done. No, no, no. It's no. saved. It's saved. One star. I just did it. I can delete it if you want. I'll delete it. It's gone now. It's just that uh, easy. I, I would imagine that. I, you know what? Having not seen the film, I'm sure that one star will stick when we do see the film. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't give any of them one star. I, I wouldn't say they all sucked horribly. Uh, I'd say my least favorite. I, I still enjoy the first one. I I I, to, I I'm gonna here's a dirty little uh, secret. I haven't seen any of the, the the paranormal activities after the first one. I haven't seen two or three. Squeeze me. You I have not seen. I have not seen two or three. I've seen parts of two, uh, in the background while I'm doing Dude. stuff on on the computer here. But I have not seen the second or third film all the way through. How do you not see these? I mean, you got to see them whether they're good or bad. Well, first I mean, of all, Mary, my wife won't watch them. Good, even better. She she won't watch them, and that basically means I have to find the time by myself to watch them, and I just don't have that kind of time. You and I are having a marathon next time we, you have time, which will be should. next year. Uh, I, which, it won't I mean, be next year. They're even better when you well, watch them. Technically, and, and it might be. When you, they're even better when you watch them and you uh, you take them as a metaphor for spousal abuse. Then it, then they're fucking awesome. <laughs> really. Especially when you get in the third one, because really? then you're talking... Like, because then it's like reverse spousal abuse and all kind of weird, you know, kid, you know, kid abuse going on, right. and through the generation, at that it really heightens the sense. Sense, it's like watching Babe Pig in the City and, and thinking of it as a religious allegory. It's it's just it just makes it an awesome experience. Uh, but R, wow. yeah. That, all right, so the, let's move on. This country's fucked. That's yeah. it. No culture. Moving on uh, to the following weekend is uh, October 26th, which you Chasing would think there, there would be more horror films that weekend, but there are not. Uh, you have yeah, a film called Chasing with, Mavericks. What's up with that? Where are all the horror films? They're all coming out a couple of weeks before Halloween, 
uh, to try and extend their their staying power. You got to remember, statistically, when films are released for Halloween the weekend of, they die much faster than if they were released somewhere in the middle of October, where they got two or possibly three good weekends. Because as soon as November hits, everyone's thinking holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. No one is thinking Halloween anymore. That is, I mean, we haven't gotten to November yet, but you will always see a couple of horror films pouring out over into November. Because there's no room for them. There's no room for them in October. And they don't want to do that last weekend because uh, it's either taken or they just the, the time slot is just not available uh, in any way, shape, or form. It's a sad state of affairs ever since Saw went out. Because Saw yeah. was the glue that was holding Halloween together for so many years. Right. And, and, and then... How, and then uh, the, the pretender to the throne, the the uh, the uh, paranormal activity films, has mm. quickly just just lost the fucking mantle. Uh, never had it really. It's still making huge money, and they will Shut continue up. to make they will continue Shut to make up. those movies until they stop making money. Such it big is, stupid it is face. what happened, and I bring this up all the time. It's what happened with the Saw yes. franchise. Not that them not making money ended the Saw franchise, but let me tell you this. If Saw was still making $30, $30 million a weekend in its opening weekend, we would be on Saw 9 right now. Right, that is just par- a fact. Paranormal Activity fad, fad fucked it up, and now now look what all you motherfuckers are stuck with. And the next person that says to me... Well, let when me tell I mention, you something. I, I don't think they care. I really next, don't. Now, listen to me. The next time a motherfucker says to me when I say I, I just saw Saw recently, they go, how many of those were there? I'm going to fucking punch them. You people not, have no idea. I'm not idea. saying don't do that. I, I think that's very good reason they to. They have no idea. When you look at this vapid, mindless, fucking, let's build up a shock thing, scare bullshit that is Paranormal Activity 4, and you compare it to the intricate screenwriting that was involved in the Saw films, this is a fucking travesty. And, and well, these, uh, these, these... Let me these, just say this, though. They will make enough Paranormal Activity films where they're going to say, how many Paranormal Activities there were? They'll say the same thing. No, no, no. no. But, but given enough it's a, time it's a and enough reaction. films, they'll say the same thing. No, my, that's my fucking point. No one's going to be defending paranormal Dude, activity in five years. That's my fucking point. It's a knee-jerk reaction to any kind of horror franchise. Oh, I thought you were just specifically saying they were doing that to Saw. Because that's no, how it they, sounded. They have done it to Saw. And I'm saying these are the same people that do it to every... These are the people that do it to every <laughs> horror film franchise, regardless mad. of the content or the quality of it, because they're just in this fucking mindset that horror films... It's this whole attitude that the horror genre is somehow inferior to everything else. Well, that's why you'll never see a horror film win Best Picture. The closest exactly. thing that... The, anything, the closest thing that has ever gotten to a Best Picture that, that even would be considered possibly horror was Silence of the Lambs. Exorcist. Silence of the Lambs is a thriller. Crime Exorcist. thriller. Exorcist did not win Best Picture. But Silence it, it got, of the Lambs did. But Silence of the Lambs isn't a horror film. It's a, it's a crime thriller. Okay, let me say it again. The closest thing you will ever get to a horror film winning Best Picture is Silence of the Lambs. Uh, I didn't thing say it was a horror film. I said it's the closest thing you'll ever get to a horror the, film. The closest thing you'll ever get is The Exorcist almost getting one. But it didn't. But I I'm know. Saying oh. Silent, there's nothing else to compare. Nothing else even... Come, it comes close to Silence of the Lambs winning Best Picture. Well, but I also wouldn't compare. I wouldn't compare that to a horror film either. So we're we're even. 
You're killing me, dude. You're, You're killing, killing me. me, motherfucker. This is a bad time. When we're both in a bad mood, this is a bad time to podcast. Uh, All right. Let's cheer ourselves uh, up with Chase with uh, Cloud Atlas. I want to talk about Cloud Atlas. I have the trailer for that, too. Don't uh, show it. I want to show it. Why, why not? Why do you want to show it? You're going to confuse people. Listen. The Wachowski brothers haven't made a film since uh, the, the third Matrix movie, which is, uh-huh. I think, what, seven years now? And they when did that come made out? Good, 05? And they, have, and they haven't made a good film since the first one. Correct. Bound and The Matrix, back-to-back films, both excellent. They haven't done anything good since. The second Matrix film, didn't hate it, That's but it just wasn't a great film. Third one, just a complete travesty. What's the um, running time on the trail you're showing? It's two and a half minutes. It's always, they're all two and a half minutes. What's the exact second? What's the exact time two on it? Two minutes, 30 seconds, exactly. Really? Because I'm trying to find the equivalent on here, and I don't have anything here at two minutes, 30 seconds. It's right. called Cloud Atlas Trailer Number 2. That's yeah, I don't the, have the that. exact name. Yeah, I don't have that. All right. Well, here we go. This is the Cloud Atlas Sextet? I doubt there's more than a handful of copies in all of North America. But I know it. I think that's Sam Rockwell. <laughs> I know, I know it. That's it. The music from my dream. There are whole movements I wrote imagining us meeting again and again in different lives, in different ages. I can't explain it. But I knew when I opened that door, a powerful deja vu ran through my bones. I heard it in a dream. It was in a nightmarish cafe. And the waitresses, they all had the same face. No reason to hide. I know you are Sonry451. Yesterday, my life was headed in one direction. Today, it is headed in another. You ever think the universe is against you? Fear, (laughs) belief, love, phenomena that determine the course of our lives. These forces begin long before we are born and continue after we perish. tell you what imdb is giving it an 8.4 not enough users reviewing it yet but it seems like it's people that have had advanced screenings of it seem to enjoy it mm-hmm. it's also two hours and 44 minutes mm-hmm. 
long fucking movie. Um, I don't know. I I'm I'm rooting for the Wachowski brothers. I I want them to to make another good sci-fi film. And when I first saw the trailer, I had no idea that they were involved. And <clears throat> when it opened up, when it opens up with Halle Berry and is that the Cloud Atlas? And they're playing the music. I really, truly, at that moment, thought that it was going in the direction of, and I think I posted this on our Facebook, of a um, romantic, uh, like, drama, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to go in that direction, and then it just completely 180'd, and it's it's a sci-fi movie, pretty much. Well, yeah. not really. I mean, it's, it's not sci-fi as much as it's... Well, it's, I'm sure it's, it's got drama in it, but well, it, it, it's a sci-fi movie at heart. It's, it's not really... I, I wouldn't call it that, even though it has sci-fi elements because it goes into the future. Uh, I, I would compare it to The Fountain. And, and okay, yeah. Even though even though it's a different animal and it's not exactly the same thing, uh, it's it's really a, 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 an artistic theatrical look at the whole idea of intertwining fates and how uh, events that transpire in the past and present uh, affect the future and how we're again everything's connected. How everything we do has an impact on others and how all of our lives are somehow intertwined. It's a very philosophical work that kind of goes more into what they were trying to do with the matrix but then they right. got caught up in the whole uh matrix thing yeah and, and uh this is the kind of film where normally i i should be ranting against the the arrogant uh ex- extravagant ex- expensive uh mega epic bullshit but it looks good and i'm looking forward to seeing it it's like it, i don't think every generation has a 2001 but yeah. i think but I think every decade needs an important, uh, not important film, but an important epic. Right. I mean, it sounds weird. And, and God fucking forbid anybody thinks Prometheus was that film. <laughs> and, and that's why I'm really backing this. Because, you, you, again, Prometheus, Avatar, you watch these horrible, poorly scripted, vapid, soulless attempts at pretending to have some kind of deep philosophical thought or or a message behind them and they're just fucking trash that's why i would hesitate to even call cloud atlas sci-fi uh when it's really just i I think from the looks of it just okay it's got a futuristic setting and one and for one part of it because it goes in the future but it's really just more about the expanse of time the fountain i wouldn't call a a sci-fi film even though there's a futuristic aspect to that well, it's also Darren Aronofsky, and you just you can't think of Darren Aronofsky in that way almost yeah, ever. Well, you can't. He's such a good filmmaker, you can't pin him down like that. Yeah. And and so, I mean, I would I would love for this to be uh, this decade's or at least this year's really deep epic. Okay. Or important epic. That yeah. At least- no, I I agree. And like I said, I'm rooting for the Wachowski brothers. I, I think it's been a long time coming since they've done anything noteworthy. You know? Right. So the only thing that scares me a little bit, the only thing that scares me a little bit is that it's directed by three people. The two Wachowski brothers and Tom Tequer, or Tyquar or whatever his name is. He's the guy that directed Run, Lola, Run. Uh-huh. Now, with that said... He's also I a think, co-writer. Well, they also... They also wrote the, the 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 three of them wrote the the script together. It's based right. on the book by David Mitchell uh, called Cloud Atlas, which uh, I've never read. But I'm, I, you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to try to get a copy right now while we're talking. You continue. All right. So it's the three of them 
wrote and directed this. Now, that scares me. Normally, that scares me because usually that means there's too many there's too many chefs in the kitchen. You know, there's too many Depends. too many chiefs, and the problem is that almost always turns out bad. Well, it, right? it, it depends almost on always. The, but in this scenario, mm-hmm. still talking here. I know. Listen, <laughs> the face you make. Go ahead. Tells me a different story. Keep going. Uh, yes. The the fact that they wrote and directed it together, they collaborated, that to me doesn't scare me as much. I'm leaning 50-50 on it, and I'll make my ultimate decision when I do see it. It depends. It depends. Oh, why? Thank you, sir. You're welcome. It depends on the division of labor. If it's three guys just directing one film then it's a bad idea. If, however, different directors are handling different time periods, as this film has a, you know, has different time sure. periods stories, then what you're doing is giving a distinct flavor to each period. And that, that could be a good thing. If, the, if, if Tychwal, Tech Wars, whatever his name is, is doing <laughs> the, the classical period or the futuristic period, which I seriously think that Wykowski would be doing the futuristic period, but if he's dividing his labor to a specific time period in the film, it's going to give that time period a different feel. And that would, be a good, that would actually be an improvement and actually help the film. No, that's true. That is so, true. Uh, it, it does involve all the same actors, so I guess that helps that you're getting these perf- great performances from the same actors instead of moving to a different time period and just involving completely new people and right. trying to have that mesh together and and you know uh, just kind of you know mold it into a, a one movie so i've got uh, I've yeah got, it, it worries me but not so much i've got cloud atlas on the way i'll try to read it before the film comes out uh comes out two weekends from now um no three weekends from now end of the month october 26th piece of cake give me a weekend I'll read that. All right. Uh, moving on uh, is a movie called Fun Size, which I have no fucking idea what that is. It says it's a comedy. <laughs> I'll look it up right now. Johnny Knoxville's in it. There you go. Enough said. Oh, you know what? I'm, I, did I see a trailer for that? Did it look any good? I, I saw I saw Johnny Knoxville in like three trailers in the past month. I don't know. Um, oh, it's a Halloween tra- movie. All right. I'm trying to remember if uh yes, I did see yeah, that looks it actually looks funny. Yes. I saw I did see that trailer. Okay, fun size, yes. Ren's because plan there's to a- attend a huge Halloween party thrown by the guy she likes goes awry when she's put in charge of her oddball little brother who quickly wanders off on his own. The it's like baby of- in New York, Halloween edition. But it's great because the best part of it is the baby uh the part of the trailer I like the most is the baby bumps into this idiot teenager who was like going on like going to rob something or something and he enlists the help of the baby <laughs> and it's just it's totally ludicrous and hilarious and i and again johnny knoxville's in it uh, this one's on my list i want to see this one maybe not oh, it's necessarily got jane levy in it who i fucking love she's in a maybe tv not show ne- called suburgatory fucking cute little redhead my oh my anyway maybe not in the theater but i will definitely we'll definitely want to see this sure it was a catch the trailer if you had a chance. Very funny. And to end the Halloween month is another Silent Hill film called Revelation 3D. Uh, I, uh, I, now, mm. there's been, there's as far as major theatrical releases, it was only the original Silent Hill that was a major theatrical release. And, then I think they did a couple of straight-to-video ones. And it was an look it up. excellent dead-on 
adaptation of the fi- of the ga- video game. Mm-hmm. It was. Head on. on. Oh, Pyramid Head was awesome. Yeah, Very I mean, well just I, I've never I've never seen a video game movie so close to the original, and especially with a f- video game that was so dark and scary uh, w- right. when it hit the scene. I was so impressed by that film, and yeah, 3D version sequel. It ah. Uh, don't it know. looks like this is uh, this is a straight up sequel, uh, or at least a continuation of the original Silent Hill film, because I thought they had a couple of straight to video ones, but apparently not. It was Silent Hill in two thousand six, and now this one. Yeah, uh, at least they I got mean, at least they got their uh, Halloween weekend, and at least they'll I guess attempt to make back some of their money. Yeah, but the writer director. I, I saw mean, the trailer. Looks bad. Yeah, the writer director. His last thing was Solomon Kane, and then uh, that Death Watch. But that was the original Silent Hill, one from no. six. No, this one. The director of this one is Michael J. Bassett. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Michael J. Bassett. He he oh. direct. He wrote I and directed said Solomon Kane. Oh, he did a film called Solomon. Solomon Kane. Yeah, not Solomon. I thought you said a... his name was Solomon Kane. No, no, my, he did a my, film my apologies. Solomon uh, Death Watch. As you should apologize. Uh, yeah, yeah it's it's like a couple of bad directed video shit, and now he's doing. No, how did he, I. How did, you know what? It's just here. Here's thirty million. Get it done. Okay. <laughs> Is that how much it costs? Thirty million. Well, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure that no budget. But you know what? A film like this doesn't usually cost anything. Thirty million. More than yeah. That. Thirty forty million. They're not going to spend more than that for a film like this. And they don't place any not. of the budgets anymore. All you see is like no budget, no budget, no nah, budget, they, no budget. They don't want to do that because uh, it's you know it's like you know Romney's plan for our country. If, if they told you, you wouldn't you wouldn't vote for him. Uh, anyway, um, moving on. Uh, no, we're now in November. We right. Move this along. Yeah, <laughs> and then then stop de- de- debating me on things that I'm right about. Anyway, yeah, th- that lasted what th- thirteen seconds. I have thir- 13 minutes try what, what are we in high school what? uh november <laughs> november 2nd is a film called flight um it's a drama from paramount and i don't I, you know what i i have to be on i don't know a lot of these movies denzel washington with an airline pilot saves a flight from crashing but an investigation into the malfunction reveals something troubling <laughs> it's funny denzel washington is in that uh like looking to the side pose on the poster mm-hmm. it's not an action film so he's not allowed to do the whole over the shoulder over the so shoulder he has to do, so he has to do it's the, still the a side. three-quarter turn <laughs> it, uh it's more of a half a turn he's not all the way around it's fucking directed by zemeckis this fucking guy hey robert zemeckis what was the last thing he did oh the last thing he did before this was a christmas carol ah well there you go so he's, he's three he's years good. before you can make another movie He's due. That's what happens when you spend nearly $200 million on an animated film that makes no money. Oh, well, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Now, The Man with the Iron Fists. There's the Man the f- with the Iron Fists. Have you seen this trailer, sir? I have seen the trailer. Fucking, thank God Quentin Tarantino is still fucking kicking. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. Uh, do I have the trailer you hold on oh see now so i don't so i don't have the trailer 
So much for show prep. Now, Quentin Tarantino didn't actually do the film, but this is so Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like if, sure. if he had if Kill Bill hadn't killed and become so iconic, this film would have never been made. And yep. I, now, Eli Roth's one of the writers. Okay, uh, RZA Wu Tang Clan guy directing it. Fine, whatever. I'm, I've got no beef there. We want. Uh, I mean, as far as, far as a, a writing directorial debut, go for it. Have fun. Uh, Russell Crowe's in it, and 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 it looks like as a as at least a semi bad guy. So I'm cool with that. Lucy Liu's a, a favorite, of course. There's a whole bunch of fucking just kick-ass, super CGI action bullshit sequences. This is like the martial arts version of, um, literally, as I, I consider this the, mar- the, the the kung fu martial arts version of um, of uh, Smoke and Aces. Yes. It's got the exact same kind of feel. All right, and a bunch of crazy ape shit killers descended upon the. That's just that's what this is. <laughs> it looks fun as hell. <laughs> I have the trailer now. If you want, uh, we could we could watch the trailer. I got it. So here it yeah, is. Yeah, this will be the last one we watch show. I think, but it, it, we, we got to leave a great taste in the mouth. Show this one. Which, which one are you showing? Man with the iron fist. Thank you. When you forge a weapon, you need three things: the right metal, temperatures over fourteen hundred degrees, and someone who wants to kill. Here in Jungle Village, we got all three. Power belongs to no one until it is seized through sex. And violence. Everyone's so afraid of these men. Are you? No. The government shipment is only days away. Gentlemen! Warriors! We'll see who's left standing and who's on their knees. Pleasure before business? Your business. This is pleasure. <laughs> Well, there you have it. And guess what? Guess what happened? My computer fucking crashed a second time tonight. (laughs) That's not Uh, funny. That's not funny. it's fucking hilarious. So, so what does that? You mean? know what I'm gonna recording? do? It, it, I'm 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 gonna just keep recording. I don't give a okay. fuck. Okay. 
you you but, you're gonna have to, to, to do the list of films i mean we're we're in november we can finish it out i, I just i'm done so we're still recording right yes we're still recording I'm, I'm just fucking done with live stream right now oh so so the computer's working it's just live streams dead yes all right all right well it's cool i mean i when i watch that trailer i feel like i did when i first saw the kill bill trailer I was just, just, you know, this, it's like that movie Drive Angry. Just someone who loves, loves the fucking, the genre, just went balls out and decided to do a film of the genre. And this is it. Am I finished with that? I am finished with that. So thank God. And then after that, there's this animated film called Wreck-It Ralph that I don't really give a shit about. It's another Pixar movie. I'm sure I'll watch it 40 times. uh, Yeah. By the, you know, when I own it. I, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Fuck, I, have, I haven't gotten past Cars and Finding Nemo yet. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to find other movies that will gain interest by my son. Uh, and so uh, far, I, I, and, and just here's a quick story. I grabbed Shark Tale because uh, here we go. it's another underwater fish movie, and I'm like, okay, at least it's a different fucking movie. Hated it. Uh, I don't Five minutes in. Uh, no, it's not, a, it's not a good movie at all. <laughs> Five minutes in. Nemo. All right. But we're watching. He goes, fish. We're, wa- we're watching fish. No. It wasn't good enough. So, I'm the same way. I'm sure you are. Yeah. It just... Now, the only other big film coming out uh, yes. in November beginning... Skyfall. I've got Skyfall, which and I haven't James watched Bond the trailer for it yet. Which uh, I was going to play, but no. I, I just... I really dig... Uh, I really dig um, what's his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Thank you. I was to say Craig Ferguson. That's wrong. Uh, that would uh, Craig Ferguson is James Bond. Very interesting movie. Very. Yeah, interesting I'd, movie. I'd, I'd see it. But but Daniel Craig, I dig him as the new James Bond. I like I like the serious. Uh, is tack this his last one? I don't know. I have no idea if this is the last one or not. Uh, I dig the serious tack they've been taking with the series, uh, and less right. of the the uh, gallivanting playboy. I think it's a nice change of pace, and I, I hope Skyfall is. I like the second one too, the last one, which was uh, Quantum of Solace. Uh, oh, yes. it, it, it wins the most un, undecipherable title ever. <laughs> I, Skyfall is a bit easy. All right, Skyfall, something in the sky, uh, satellites maybe. Quantum of Solace, you're just like, well, I, it's uh, we're in, uh, uh, mathematics class. I don't know. What, what is that? <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think they just confuse people with a title, and I like the fact they confuse people with a title. But I, right. I'm looking and, forward and to I think we, we had talked about the villain in that being... It's like, yeah, I could see this guy fucking doing that. He's a total fucking dick. Well, well I can see it in the real world. I think, again, like well, that's the past what, that's Bond where villains, I was going with it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've got the kitty here, and I'm going to just, I'm going to create a huge diamond uh, satellite that will reflect the rays of the sun, like Mr. Evil bullshit. And then you, you get to the, the modern Bond, and it's like, yeah, uh, I make a lot of money, and I, people die, and I want to make more money, so more people got to die. <laughs> so, uh, wow. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to create a demand for uh, this, this, this product here, and uh, I'm going to terrorize everyone. Just heartless fucking uh, corporatism. Is it? Yeah, that's, yep. that's, the modern, that's your modern villain. Why, why do you have to make up shit with people that, oh, everything I have is made out of gold. No, I just have a shitload of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guess which one's scarier? That's right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, are we uh, into December at this point? Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I just had to do an extension here. 
October, November. Here we go. Uh, flight again. Uh, did that already? Repeated on me. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, that's in November. That's that's into November. That was November 9th, Skyfall. I'm sorry, I'm not emceeing anymore. I'm just shut <laughs> shut up, shut up. I'm catching up to you, bastard. Now, uh, the 16th of November, Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two. Have you seen the poster for this movie yet? No. I was going to bring it up uh, for the video uh, part of our show. It looks like they're all having like a light morning jog. Really, just do a search for the poster. They just all look like they're like out for a morning stroll. You know, no no issues here. We're just all working on our cardios. And al- and also that fucking Anna Karenina movie cuz cuz we needed we needed another theatrical version of Anna Karenina. Anna what? Anna Karenina. What is that? It's it's a work of classic literature. Oh. Anna okay. Karenina? That's why, that's why I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So thank God we brought that to the big screen. Um, yeah. Weekend of the 21st, Life of Pi. Congratulations. That only took them a decade or so to make. Uh, the novel was a hot shit about a decade or so ago, and they finally got around to making a film out of it, and I'm not going to see it. And no one's going to care, and it's not going to make uh, any money. I, I could give a shit. Uh, Ang Lee directed it. Uh, for a while there, oh, they were talking there you about... Go. Um, yeah, there you go. If you want a strung out melodrama, that's that's the ticket. Uh, and originally, for a while there, they were talking about um, um, M Night Shyamalan doing it, and then he and then he did the happening, and, and that got all fucked. Yeah, he just shit all over himself. Yeah. Uh, have, you oh, then seen, we uh, uh, have you seen the other one that he did, the kids' film? The no. What was the name of that one? Last Airbender. No. Yeah, it's it, not good. No, I have not seen it. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Dawn, just in time. I also had a trailer for. Just in time for the the, uh, the, uh, election month. Red Dawn for the red-blooded Americans who who are either proud to have finally taken their country back or angered that the the evil Muslim is still in control of our our, um, military forces. They will all go running the screen, see Red Dawn, uh, the most implausible feel-good patriotism movie ever since the last Red Dawn. I still yeah, do, I still don't think it's going to do well. Uh, well, it's going to. It's. What do you mean well? You think it's going to bomb? <sighs> well, listen. I think the what budget. Say, is, I, I think what? the budget is under fifty or sixty million. I think it'll it'll get its money back. But I think say, when honey? you release a film in November, you expect it to do well. November is a. November is a good month to release a movie. Yeah. November usually yields some right. pretty pretty big money-making films. And mm-hmm. I just I don't think I think they they would like this to be uh you know in the gross like 100 million or, or so. I just don't think it'll oh, get anywhere near it. I think I its know. opening weekend will be somewhere around it's going to be in the top 14, three. 15 million. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be in the, the top 3. Yes, but well, that's 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 a good release. I mean, no matter what's happening, it's a top three. I, no, I think it's going to really. be first or second. Yeah, stop. Sh- I don't know where you go crazy here. Where it's like it's if it doesn't make money, if it does make money, if it's the top, if it's the top of well, listen, the box office, l- l- it's, listen, a, it's, a, it's a good movie. 
There have been plenty of movies that haven't that have made jack fucking shit that are great. That's not what I'm getting at. No, no, what I'm no, getting at is I just think as a movie well. as a whole, and it's just not say, going to do well financially. Wait, we, That's when all. When you say do well, like you, you say do well, then you say oh, it's not going to make a hundred million. It doesn't have to make a hundred million opening weekend to do well. It has to be number one in the box office to do well. That alone is going to carry over word of mouth and make more people go see it. And I guarantee you, I don't think that's going to happen. I think so because it's going to be it's going to be a good date movie because people are going to go out. What do you want to see, honey? You want to see Life of Pi about the dragon and the Indian kid for two hours? Or uh, the cartoon about Santa Claus fighting people that Twilight films out? Or we can go see a film about America. I, 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 it's the only one of its kind out there. It's going to draw everybody that doesn't want to see any limp-wristed, lame, drama, children's bullshit. Nope. It's the only adult film out right there. I, I, I don't agree. I, I know think, you already said I that, think, and I'm. Yeah, I know. You, I, I think I think Wreck It Ralph and Skyfall and a couple of films from October are going to be do are going to do better than Red Dawn. They're already going to be two weeks old. It's going to be the new only the only new adult thing in the theater. I don't think it's going to matter. It will, and then I, after I, that is. I think it's going to make less than twenty million. It's opening weekend, and I don't. I think, I think for a November release, that's not good enough. I I, I think if it's in the top. Uh, if it's in the top three, it's going to be good no matter what. All right. Well, what was it? Uh, Labor Day weekend or a couple of weekends ago? One of the worst weekends uh, in movie were uh, in the last decade or two. And, the top three films made $4 million each. Anything so don't tell me if it's in the top three. It's good. Those were opening weekends, by the way. Right. And you think that's going to happen in November? No, I don't. Right. But on Thanksgiving just weekend? because it's in the, what I'm my point is just because it's in the top three doesn't mean jack. But it does if it's in November, which is a big holiday theatrical season, because you're not going to get those kind of low numbers. Yeah, and I think Wreck It Ralph and Skyfall are still going to make more money than this film, even in its they're, opening weekend. They're two weeks away. Wreck It Ralph is three weeks away. It's the beginning of the month. You're talking the uh, Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph is going to make more money than Red Dawn in Red Dawn's opening weekend. I guarantee it. Bullshit. That's just ridiculous. Guaranteed. So, so how much so you want to bet Wreck It Ralph has a, anywhere from sixty to seventy million dollar opening weekend, and by the time it reaches Red Dawn weekend, Red Dawn's weekend, it'll probably be pulling around twenty five or thirty million. I, I resent you for making me defend a film I hate and don't even want to exist. <laughs> I totally resent you for making me fight and defend a film that I think is fucking stupid. But I well, think your way. You know what? November I, 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 is not that far away. Everything we can talk about it more then. Everything in the market in that time period is childish. It's the closest thing you're going to have to an adult film with violence in it. And, and you're going to just what else do you have to go to? If you're an adult going to a, a movie theater and the second half of November and you want to see a recent release, the only choice you're going to have besides the the Bond film that's been out for three weeks, two or three weeks, is going to be Life of Pi, Rise of the Guardians, Twilight, or Red Dawn. And I, I think I, <laughs> and I, I think I'm not Red saying Dawn gonna is going to be so so not on people's radar. I don't think so. I in in this I completely forgot. Fucking I, Twilight was is in November too. You know what? I think Twilight will make more money in Red Dawn's opening weekend. Yeah, wonderful. And then we have Killing Them Softly <laughs> coming up on November thirtieth. Uh, Killing them softly. Why does that sound familiar? I think I know. I've seen that trailer. That was uh, that's the one with Brad Pitt, right? I don't know. You tell me. I don't. My computer's frozen. Well, you, you know, you seem to know everything about films. You should be able to tell me about that. Oh, excuse oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the Brad Pitt film. That looks interesting. 
I, I, I want to see it because it just looks it it just looks better than than a lot of trailers I've seen for that type of genre. And it's just straight. And I think Brad Pitt is a better actor than a lot of people give him credit for. Uh, I really do. And he's another one of those actors where if he's making the film, he enjoyed the script. It usually almost always turns out to be a decent flick. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a straight up serious crime drama and it's by, uh, uh, written, directed by Andrew Dominic, who's really, he's only done like two or three films in the past decade, but he, he, Every film he does gets critical acclaim of some kind or another. Started what out with Chopper. Films? Chopper. He, Love Chopper. And you, right. And then he went to the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Okay, that's why Brad which, Pitt's in this film. Yeah, and which, which was uh, a very slow movie, but was very uh, well received. Very cinematically beautiful. Yeah, just didn't do well money-wise, but no one expected to. It was our house no, film from the beginning. No, Brad Pitt and, produced it too, and they, they had the whole fight about the, how long the name was, and he said, fuck it. We're keeping the name. And you know what? Yeah. I applaud him for that. So, I, I, you know, it looks like it's going to be a solid, solid presentation, solid film. I think so. I think yeah. so. Does that push us into December now? Yes. All right. Let's go into December so we can wrap up the show. All right. Playing for Keeps. Don't know what that is. Romantic comedy with uh, Gerard Butler. No, I don't Butler. care. <laughs> Gerard, but here, here, here we go. You can, you can, you can hear the the uh, interest dropping with each actor we mentioned. Gerard <laughs> Butler, Jessica Biel, Uma Thurman, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Dennis Quaid, Judy Greer. Um, and, and so what's playing next week? <laughs> Is that the only really film opening that weekend? Uh, that's the only wide release film. Well, you got Cheer. Well, that's well, yeah, okay. That's there's other I mean the other shit. There's Deadfall, there's Hyde Park on Hudson, there's Cheerful Weather for the Wedding. It's all you Only know, interested in uh, wide, uh, wide releases. Yeah, only the shit with the big, with the bold titles on the list here, sir. Uh, <laughs> after that, we have a, a um, we have The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey into uh, uh, 48 Frames Per Second. Sweet. That's coming out, and, and that can go fuck itself. Yeah. <clears throat> And then that's that's it. No one's opening against that. They're just like, yeah, have the weekend. We'll we'll do Christmas nah, weekend. That, that's uh, the Hobbit. Uh, Christmas like that, eighty hundred million dollar opening weekend. There's going to be so much fucking hype around it, even with the forty eight frames per second. Uh, it really all depends on how that translates to the big screen. If it does look indeed bad, not that it it won't continue to make money. It, it'll be like um, when the Phantom Menace came out. Had huge opening weekend, made a ton of money because of the curiosity involved, even though everyone said it blew. I can't believe that. I have to see it for myself. And then they saw it and said, yeah, you're right, it blew. So this is going to be the same way. If the 48 frames per second translates terribly, everyone's going to say, it looks like fucking shit. It does. 48 frames per second <clears throat> looks terrible. I have to go see this for myself. I, I we, don't believe we, it. We, or I just have to see it for myself. You know, it's like right. a train wreck. You, you want to, you know, you want to uh, drive by it and you want to see it. So um, driving by that and moving on to the 21st, mm -hmm. uh, we have the Jack Reacher movie. Oh, when is The Hobbit coming out? 14th. Is it really? I thought it was closer to Christmas Day. Nope, 14th. I wonder why. All the other ones were near Christmas Day. Anyway, all right. Uh, Jack, so Jack Reacher, which, which is uh, based on the Lee Child novel. Uh, again, another supermarket 
author. A little less of a supermarket author, but still a supermarket author. I saw the trailer and, for that. Uh, um, I'm not disinterested. I, I think I would see it. Maybe not in the theater, but I think I'd see it for sure. The only the only reason the only way I'll see it is if I have uh, a strong belief that the trailer was holding out on the really good action, because the the trailer's the trailer's more of a psych buildup, and, and it's Tom Cruise, so you don't need a psych buildup. It's there. It's it's just like it's you're wasting time to show me more of what's going to be in the movie. Right. Uh, the fact that he's a vigilante, uh, I like that obviously for you know personal sure. reasons, but uh, and then the writer director Christopher McQuarrie. Who's uh, you know he's he's done uh, the tourist which I love, I love the tourist. He wrote the tourist. He didn't direct Johnny it. He Depp, wrote... right? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I thought that was fucking awesome. I think everybody still that haven't, trashed still that haven't film seen was seen a... it yet. Dude, it's so worth it. He also wrote well, the Well, no, way you know gun. what? You're right. Everyone trashed the shit out of it. You know, oh, mm -hmm. what's wrong with this movie? This and this and this and this and that. And I remember you saying you saw it and you said they're all fucking stupid. And he did the way of the gun and Usual Suspects. That's right. Way of the Gun right. and the Usual Suspects. He wrote those. Well, he, he directed he wrote, Way of the Gun. Right. But he wrote Usual Suspects. So, so yeah. 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 So, uh, this is, I think it's a good bet. And, and he's got a bunch of shit coming up, too. Uh, uh, as far as post-production and filming, he's doing that Jack the Giant Killer, which I'm not excited about. Wasn't uh, Brian and the Singer next... directing that? Uh, he's writing it, so yeah, probably. So, okay, so... I'm not excited. Him writing it probably will translate, or it was a good script, and whatever they fucking did with it. Uh, Brian Singer, doing it, no. Brian Singer has not been the same since he left the X Men franchise. Speaking of the X Men franchise, uh, he's also going to be writing the next Wolverine film, which is currently in film, which is currently filming. Uh, some it's uh, the alternate titles. That? Aronofsky got out of that, right? Yeah, its alternate title is The Wolverine Samurai. It's being directed by James Mangold. James Mangold. Why does that why yeah, does James Mangold. familiar? What the fuck Night is he Night and Day, done? 310 to Yuma, Identity, Kate and Leopold, Copland. Kate and Leopold. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a time travel film. Tread lightly. Wrote and directed the, Copland. The, yes, I, yes, I am a sucker for time travel, as you are. I can't shit on it completely because it does have time travel in it, but time travel is the beginning and the end of the movie. That's it. I'm sorry. It's not enough. It, it was a good, I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> good for you. Uh, and he's got two, he's, he's, he's supposedly working on Top Gun 2 as a writer. So I don't know who knows what's going on with that. They're making a he Top Gun 2. Well, it's, it's it's announced. That doesn't mean jack shit. Uh, apparently, he's connected to do a, a Star Blazers film. <laughs> no, they'll make a Top Gun too, because and, Tom and Cruise. He's also connected I don't know if Scientology is the reason, but he hasn't really changed in fucking twenty five years. Yeah, he, and he's also connected to a Booth film, which I'm assuming uh, is about uh, Lincoln's assassin, since they're doing all these Lincoln films now because of that zombie uh, vampire Lincoln film. Oh right. How well, fucking Spielberg sad is, is doing that? A, is re, oh, doing a real Abraham Lincoln right. movie. And and you can't tell me the motivation of that wasn't, oh, they're doing a zombie one. Well, let's do a real one. What the fuck? Well, in defense of the Spielberg yeah. production and, and direction, uh, or the, the film he's doing, that was, announced, right that was announced years ago. Yeah, that was announced before Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Every, that everything was, was, that was announced a ago. long time ago. Yeah, everything but Abraham was Lincoln Vampire Hunter wasn't. What I'm saying is all this shit... Lincoln all this has been on... Um, 
Uh-huh. I'm saying all this all this mainstream shit is announced years ago, and everything's on the back burners. Everything's like simmering, and then when something comes out, it's like, okay, quick, move that up to the head of the line. I'm Maybe. not saying out of nowhere they're doing Lincoln, but I'm saying it's not a coincidence that a year after the 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 vampire Lincoln film, right. he's getting that Lincoln film out. Tr- they want to be ahead of any kind of curve. Also, you've got what's his name, uh, Bill O'Reilly, writing his new book on the Lincoln killings. Lincoln's suddenly a hot topic again. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, don't shit on the idea. They, they, they do do that. They do try to beat trends and, and match trends. Oh, so no, when Lincoln comes up... I wasn't shitting on that at all. Yes, you were. You were shitting on my idea. No, I was just saying, in defense <laughs> of the Spielberg production, it's been on the back burner. It's been announced for years. Listen, no one was afraid that fucking Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was going to be this big, massive hit, and they were no. scrambling to release other Lincoln films because of it. So don't no. even go there. No, I, I, what I'm going at is that that was one of the many Lincoln projects that have come out in the past year. Lincoln's becoming in is been coming up into the culture again. So now you push your Lincoln project, uh, and that was one. Of, I think that it's was all one of the end catalysts. with Spielberg's Lincoln. No, no that was do one of the catalysts. That. Uh, you're giving them way too much credit to think that Spielberg's not influenced by fucking cheesy horror films as long as they're making money or getting attention, which is what I the Vampire so. Lincoln film got lots of attention. So. Nothing. What the fuck yeah, are you talking really, about? It really no, fucking that, did. It read the book, did, but the movie fucking well, came and movie, went in a weekend or two. Movie Don't came and went. Come on. No, the movie stop. came and went. All right, stop and listen to me. Got attention. There's a difference between how long. <laughs> Chud, the movie, got lots of fucking attention. Lasted a week it in the really theater. It really didn't. Dude, are you listening to me? I'm Lasted a week in the theater. We're still talking about the fucking movie today. It's it. Chud, the movie. We're talking about it because no, we're doing no, an no. end of year review. No, dude, you're 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 purposely being obtuse about this. Chud, the film that made no money, is a cultural icon. It is referenced in Simpsons cartoons and everything. You tell you go up to any person and say Chud, they know what you're talking about. It is an yeah. icon. You don't. Robert have to Downey be- Jr. just actually referenced Chud uh, during a, a little featurette they did for Iron Man Three. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you, what I'm saying is it got attention. It went into the into the zeitgeist or the or the you know the mass popular culture. Everyone knew about it. Everybody and their mother knew about the Lincoln Vampire film. Ignore the fact that it. I don't it, agree. It came- but. Well, you're wrong. I mean, it's just, I'm not. It's, it was where. <laughs> It was on the media. It's online. It not, it anyone, everyone knew about the goddamn film. It was popular. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> yeah, really. I think I no. I, I think really? I saw I saw one TV spot for it. One. Yeah. I'm, 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 am I talking about the advertising for the movie or the movie's release? I'm talking. Well, how, do, about, how do you think it gets out there that it's available to go see in the theater? Well, people talk about it people talk about the book they talk and no about one the was book. doing that the book yes the movie no. they were all right you know what believe you know if you just want to rally against me on this but i'm telling you i don't <laughs> it's been out there I really, I really it. don't that's why they, that's why they did it but you're, you're being purposely obtuse because it, it was in the it's in the popular culture and that's the one of the is. one of the motivating factors <laughs> besides pushing forth the big lincoln film <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> if I could see your face, I'm sure it's priceless. Yeah, I mean, well, you're fighting me on the Chud thing, and I'm fucking right about that because everybody knows. I was what it not is. fighting you on the Chud thing. I did. just have. I, I, ju- I did not fight you on the Chud thing. <laughs> I agreed with you and everybody mentioned that Robert Downey Jr. mentioned it during a featurette of Iron Man three. Come Christ, on, I totally agreed with you on Chud. 
after I stopped you from disagreeing with me and explained in detail. No! Everybody, no! everybody's, everybody's, just rewind and listen to that again, and you'll see I was right. I'm fighting you on Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. That's it. You fought me on Chud. I, I agreed with you on Chud. It's why I at, mentioned Robert Downey Jr. said, uh, talked about it on a on a feature at Iron Man three. It, it's 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 recorded now, so we've got it. <laughs> it's there. It's for posterity. Oh, it is. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, posterity. Uh, Monsters Incorporated 3D, great. Another cartoon released in 3D. Nah, the Pixar's doing that shit now. They just released uh, mm-hmm. fucking Finding Nemo in 3D. It just, it's not going to end until they go through their whole goddamn collection. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Uh, this is 40 is uh, also up. Which one? You know what This is 40. Oh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> what is their tagline? Kind of a sequel to 40 Old Virgin because it's the same two uh, people. What? It's uh, uh, what's uh, his it, face and what's well, it's probably the guys that knocked up. Yeah, it's Paul Rudd. Well, it's an Apatow he, film, I think. He directed it. I, I believe yeah, he directed it. Yeah, directed by Apatow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Paul the Rudd's same two. Paul Rudd and what's her face? It's this. They're married. It's the same two married couple from Forty Year Old Virgin. No, it, that's, it's knocked up. That's it's knocked up. It's a sequel that's, to Knocked I'm Up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And, it, it, it's, and it's not kind of. It's actually a sequel to uh, Knocked Up. It's the same couple. Yeah, but it's not Knocked Up 2, so... No, but it, it's... You don't... It's a... You want to say a continuation? You're, you're arguing, it, it's in the description it, of the movie, Joey. You can't argue this one on me. It's a sequel. <laughs> it's a sequel to Knocked Up. The same characters, when they hit 40, it's a sequel. Wouldn't it have to be called Knocked Up 2 to be a true sequel? Does Skyfall have to be uh, a true sequel if it's not James Bond 27? <laughs> Don't start with me. See, now, you, now you're doing all it right, on purpose. All right, all right. Now I'm not doing it on purpose. You're purposely doing this to me now. Well, that's a very good point. Zero Dark Thirty? I, I know, know it's a good is. Now, Zero Dark Thirty I've not heard about. I don't know what the hell this says. Uh, any it's, thoughts? Uh, no. Is what? Uh, what is it? Drama? Sci-fi? Oh, Chronicle of the Decade-Long Hunt for Al-Qaeda Terrorists. I'm already bored. All right. All right so it's not, it's, not, it's not a real movie. Yeah. And that's releasing on Wednesday. That, that's a, that's a that's, Thanksgiving that's holiday a film. Sign. But it's the week before, though. It's not even the holiday weekend. Is, what, is there anything coming out for the holiday weekend? Yeah. Uh, Django Unchained. Oh, good. Which I'm, I'm so fucking psyched about. I totally want to see and, that. And you know, and there's a perfect I'm example. I'm starting to warm up to Jamie Foxx in the role. Good, good. About time. Go back and watch. <laughs> um, go back and watch that film he did with uh, um, Tom Cruise again. That'll get you back into the Jamie Foxx mood. Oh, the, uh, uh, Collateral. The Collateral. I thought it was okay. a great little film. It was I fun to see Tom Cruise as a bad guy. You really, you really should. I, I, I think I it's worth seeing. It's. Fun. I know. I, I like Michael Mann uh, to this day. Even yeah. Heat. I know you shit on it, but I. Still like I like the the film Heat. Oh yeah, no, that is shit. Um, <laughs> it's not shit, but of, uh, I, I, it's got its flaws. It, it's it's long. It's it can be drawn I, out. I I'm still in the majority. The I'm in the majority on that. <laughs> you one are of the very one of the very few times I'm in the majority on something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. Um, uh, although there there is a huge fan base for the movie Heat. I mean, oh no, I'm sure there's a few. It, it, there's a huge it, fan base for Chud. Yes, well, I'm one of them. <laughs> Eat my I, nuts, I'm, all right? You know what? I agreed with you on Chud. I really did. Okay, I know you did. It's okay. <laughs> Eventually, you agreed with me. 
Uh, I, I really like the Django film. I love the Django Unchained because this is how you remake older classic films. Right. You don't do it frame for frame. You change it. He he turns the Django character into a, an ex-slave. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I love the original Django. I don't think they needed to change it, but he made it his own. He didn't just say, okay, let's just redo this, redo this in a modern age with a big budget. He, he added his own style to it. He it just That's how you fucking remake these classics. He did the same right. thing with Glorious Bastards. You well, know, it's the, very, the fact that, that Tarantino has been on his fucking game for the last eight years. Yeah, right? So it just, I'm totally fucking psyched for it. As long as I don't have to deal with him as a person, I'm fine. Uh, Tarantino? Yeah. You don't like him as a person? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen like an it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know him as a person. and I'm, I'm Oh, because oh, oh. I was just saying in, in any interviews that I've seen with him, he just seems like a very personable guy. I mean, he you likes to fucking talk. He likes to hear himself talk. I'll I give just, him that. But if you were in a conversation with him, I think you would genuinely or I would genuinely have a good time talking to him. I, I think there's a 50% chance he'd, he'd turn out to be a complete dick or a self, self-absorbed asshole, but that's just based on averages. It has nothing to do with him. So right. I'm, I'm happy just going with this flow. He's making good films. That's all he needs to do. Exactly. Right. Uh, then then speak, speaking of um, speaking of Judd Apatow, we have uh-huh. uh, the, guilt, the Guilt Trip. That's another Apatow film? With Seth Rogen. Produced? Well, Seth, Ro- Seth Rogen's in it. Okay. I don't hate him yet. Uh, you probably will after the guilt trip. An inventor, <laughs> an inventor and his mom hit the road together so he can sell his latest invention. Really? Yeah. Colin Hanks is in it, too. End of the year? November. We're still in November. I thought we were in December. No, November 28th. You said, we the, were into, you said we were into December. We were talking about we, the, no, uh, Django I, Unchained. That's December movie. No, I, I said I said we were into Thanksgiving weekend. Django, Django Unchained. Opens, Django comes uh, out in November. Yes, that's what I've been saying. November twenty eighth. It got Django opening on Tuesday. The Guilt Trip opening on Tuesday. Le Miserables opening on Tuesday, and Parental Guidance opening on Tuesday. Oh, well, I thought Django was in December for some reason. I thought it was near it, Christmas. It, it could have changed. Parental guidance. Oh, thank God! I was just thinking to myself. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. Didn't, didn't you say what? the Hobbit? The Hobbit What's the fourteenth. The Hobbit is not November fourteenth. The Hobbit is a December movie. I said December. Didn't I say December? But how are we still in November? We're not. We're <laughs> in December, like I said. <laughs> We've been in December for the pe- ever since playing for keeps. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What's next? <laughs> See, because of Lincoln Vampire Killer, we're in December now. Okay. So that that Christmas that Christmas holiday weekend, New Year's weekend, not Christmas, uh-huh. but New Year's, they're kind of combining them. Again, Django Unchained on the Tuesday, Guilt Trip on Tuesday, The Miserable on Tuesday, and Parental Guidance on Tuesday. For all those people who said to themselves, "When do I get to see Billy Crystal in another film?" And can yeah, we get Midler there too? I saw that trailer looks really bad it just looks like a lot of actors agreeing to make this movie when they really didn't want to you know what billy crystal's uh high point was for me city slickers running scared (laughs) running scared i rather i rather watch uh, i I rather watch a uh 
stellar marathon than sit through all of Billy Crystal's films. I I Seriously. I, 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 owe, I owe. I own a copy of Running Scared. I, own, I, owned, a, I owned a copy in the 80s, a VHS copy. It was when MGM was releasing their, their VHS copies in those huge boxes. Big boxes, oh, yeah, I remember that box. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was the one that opened like a book, and then the tape mm-hmm. was in the middle, uh, almost like I when you hollow, well. hollow out a Bible and you put like a fucking knife or a gun in there. It was similar to that. Um, oh, sure, it happens all the time. I, I had a bunch of uh, MGM films that were like that, and I love those boxes. I, I was o- I'm always been a sucker for uh, like Big great things. what Big things. Well, no, like I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna, I've always been a sucker for like box art, uh, laser discs, special editions, things that are that are cool like that. I've always been a sucker for it, and. Um, so I had a bunch of MGM films that were like that, like uh, Year of the Dragon, Running Scared, shit like that. But, uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, that's it. That's it? It's the end of the year. It's, it's December. Because I, I never said it was November. So that's the... Uh, <laughs> everything after that is, is, is January gravy. Oh, yeah, oh there are some, some oh. bad movies coming out in January this year. Oh, can, can, I, can I mention some of them real quick? January? You can just, mention them, I but mention I want to do a January episode like we do every year. This is a teaser. This is a teaser. Okay, teaser. Gonna, it starts starts off on the 4th with Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, I saw that trailer today. So bad. Then all you need to see is the name, Gangster Squad. See? All right. Then there's... No, hold on, hold on, hold on. That that's a real movie. That's a Sean Penn film. I have a feeling that that is a case of it's going to get a limited release in December. They haven't announced it yet, but its Uh wide release will be in January. Yeah, its wide release is January. That's the one that has the they cut out the scene in the trailers of the Gangster Squad shooting up a movie theater. Okay, yeah, that's that's that movie. It's called Gangster Squad. That's already a knock against it. Uh, then course. we have Hansel. But I'm saying that's going to have a real release in December. Okay, uh, and then I didn't see it's it. not a true January film. It's a wide release in January. Wide in January, but it's going to be limited in December. I guarantee. I don't, I don't see it listed here in December. It will. Okay, they'll they'll Whatever. find a weekend to, to to give it a limited release. That way, not, it can be not, it can be looked at for Oscars, and it won't be a true blue January film. Not according to what I'm looking at, but whatever makes you feel better. Uh, then we have Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which sounds awesome. Saw that trailer today. You know, Jeremy Renner. Seen. Jeremy Renner. I like him. Oh. oh. Jeremy Renner. He's, uh, he was the, in the new Born Identity film. Oh, he's him. I like guy. him. Yeah. Okay. I like him, but you can tell he's becoming more famous because he's starting to do movies like this. He was nominated right. for then, an Oscar two years ago. Didn't win, but he was nominated. And now he's doing, you know, although I like the Avengers, he's this is the type of actor he's being molded into. Right. And then it looks it looks guy. like fucking um, Van Helsing, the trailer. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's, it's a, you know, action comedy. They're taking off that whole thing. Same mold. Uh, obviously, and obviously uh, uh, motivated by the Abraham Lincoln va- va- vampire killer. <laughs> then we have stand-up guys, which I don't care if it's a shit film. I still want to see it because it's got Al Pacino and Christopher Walken. Are they and doing Al- stand-up Arkansas comedy? I'm... What? Stand-up guys. It's not a stand-up comedy film. It's just that they're stand-up oh. guys. 
Right. They're just stand-up guys. Okay. A yeah. pair of a pair of aging con men trying to get the old gang back together for one last hurrah before one of the guys takes his last assignment to kill his comrade. <laughs> All you have to tell me is Christopher Walken, Al Pacino, Alan Arkin. I'm in. That's it. We're done. Yeah, they're they they're all great. Yeah, and then uh, Broken City. You know, faltered. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to burn through these so we can end the show because you said you wanted the uh, Broken City, which I've never haven't heard of. The Last Stand. uh, That's that Schwarzenegger film. Right off to a good start, coming back from (laughs) destroying uh, California and and fucking up his marriage. What King Conan should have been his first movie back. Mm -hmm. Telling you. After the shit he pulled his last year in office, I, I, he's lucky they gave him a movie. <laughs> I, I don't think they're ever going to spend that much money on him ever, ever again. No, 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 no. Uh, Although King Conan, that that is seated. You know, that one is seated. That That's ready to be a hit. You get the right director. Hell, get fucking, um, get what's his face? The original director of Conan. He's still alive. He still makes movies. I can't remember his name, but... Maybe do his last. Maybe I'll do as good as the remake. <laughs> get him to do it, or just get someone fucking uh, that that that's reliable. Make Can't King Conan with Schwarzenegger. He's the right age. It, it it it'll fucking work, and I can guarantee you, it makes money. It's un- if un- I was a producer, I'd be getting King Conan made. It, it, it it's it's not doable. It's it's a fucking no brainer. And then there's a horror film coming out. Uh, I love January horror releases. We have, this is the second or third one, Mama. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it. Don't know what it is. All I know is it's called Mama. That's all you it's need to know. It's a horror film? Keep moving. What? It's a horror movie? Yes, horror film called Mama. Oh, God. Annabelle and Lucas are faced with the challenge of raising his young nieces that were left alone in the forest for five years. But how alone were they? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like a t- sounds like a sequel to The Woman. <laughs> and then and then at the end of the month there's The Conjuring, another horror film and Parker, an action crime film and that title scares me because that makes me think Parker. it's a it's related to the um, Jesus, like 8,000 fucking Parkers in the goddamn fucking freaking Parker, yeah it is, There, it's um I'm pretty sure it's uh, based on, yeah, Donald E. Westlake novels. It's based on the same characters that, uh, um, uh, uh, come on, come on, help me out, help me out, Parker. Parker. Except they changed the name in the film. Uh, ah, you son of a bitch, fucking payback, payback. Oh, I was going to say payback. Books. Yeah, it's based on the same books as payback is, except in payback they changed the I, name I, from I Parker. wasn't going to commit to it, because in my head it sounded See, right. But I didn't want to sound like call. an idiot if I was wrong. Yeah, the name of the, they were the series, the Donald E. Westlake series was on Parker, and they changed the name uh, from Parker to uh, I forget what it is in in uh, in uh, Payback, not but it's Carter. not Parker. It's not Carter, right? It's like it's Carter. It if it's Carter? Carter or Booker, I think it's Carter or Booker, or something like that. It's 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 something similar, but they're re- they're redoing it. Uh, I guess they're just throwing that one out and doing another one, and this one's starring Jason Jason Statham. Who is wisely, no, Jason Statham is smart. He is doing every single action crime drama he can until he can no longer do the martial arts shit he can do now. So by yeah. the time, he I mean, just, he just do crank it when up he can't the, do it anymore. 
let's let's face it. He's one of the only true like action stars right now, as far as an action star that can do his own martial arts fighting stunt stuff. Yeah. Name me name me anybody else his age who's doing the same kind of work in mainstream films. Nobody, nobody right now. Nobody. Oh, I mean, right. I mean, right. 10, 20 years ago, you you could fucking uh, load a truck with him. Uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Stallone. Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah, sure. Even Jackie Chan. Years ago. I don't think Jackie Chan does his own stunts anymore either. Jackie Jackie Chan's really Jackie Chan's doing commercials. He's pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go back. You go back to twenty years ago, and there was no no end to these people. He's like the last one now. Throw a rock. You're not going to hit anybody. It's the complete opposite right. of what that would mean. So I don't know why I started with that. Don't but yeah, either. so you know, good, good for him. I, I, that I think that is going to be your. Um, it's the last weekend of January, and that's going to be your uh, your wanted film of the year. That's the January film that shouldn't be in January. Well, it's very close to the end of the month, so. But it's, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Right. The same well, thing that happened they, wanted, had some and then shit at the end of the month. But you're right. But like, uh, again, the, the, the darkness, past few years, darkness, Taken, those shouldn't have been in January. Right, but again, past few years, they put these crime drama action films at the very end of January, and it's like that little kick at the end of January before before February where it's like, oh, here's a good film. And I mm-hmm. think Parker's going to be it, because it sure as fuck isn't going to be The Conjuring. No. I saw that trailer. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it, yeah it's not going to be that film. It's bad, That's huh? that's. That's that's not going to be the the film that makes you happy that January is still here. No, 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 no. All right, let's end this fucking thing before my computer completely Pat- shuts itself off. Pat- Patrick Wilson's in it. That's all I have to say. Patrick Wilson, eh? Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode eighty-nine of Movie Sucktastic. If you want to email us, you can at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, that's 908-514-4470. If you want to download our episodes at iTunes, you can leave us reviews. If you want to download them on our website, moviesucktastic.com, you can listen to them live. You can watch the show live when my computer doesn't fucking crash. And uh, that's all I got. That should be it. We're getting a lot of bandwidth. I wanted to invite some new countries to the show, but computer crash. What are you going to do next week? You got any wisdom for us before we leave? Yes. Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer, is is motivation for all all future films. Yeah, really? Is it? Yeah. That's a fact, Jack. I'm pretty sure Cloud Atlas is loosely based on the novel. Really? Wow. i check that out. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.